Hey, welcome. Good to have you. I have reemerged <laughs> from the weekend that was. Uh, good to get away. Good to enjoy uh, the weekend and uh, to be a part of uh, our friends from up north. Uh, our friends at the Four Seasons Island Resort had a terrific time with Barb and her husband, Jim, and everybody that came up. I want to say hi to Steve, and and I think her name was Beth, and I, God, I feel really bad. Steve and Beth, and then there was Cassie and Jason, and then there was uh, Lichty. Lichty was there. Uh, we had a terrific time. It, it was a lot of fun. It was good to see everybody. Uh, the first night upstairs in the lounge bar, which was fantastic. We had some fun time with the music, and then uh, obviously the rest of the weekend was just awesome. And, on the way back yesterday, stopped down at Stenny's and grabbed some wings, ate a little bit, watched the end of that. Ugh, watched the end of that Badger game. Oof. And after that, uh, headed home. So, got a few things here. Uh, last night, Ben Kenny is on uh, vacation. Uh, Evo's in today, correct, Evo? Yep. And you get rowdy for a little bit. Then I'll be back after that. Okay. Yeah, Ben's skiing in the hills of Vermont. Is that where he went was Vermont? Because he, he took a picture of what I thought was originally Aaron Rodgers' hideaway. The, the <laughs> Did you see this, the, the, the snow-covered whatever the hell it was, chalet? Yeah. I did. Well, okay. ben, well, ben bitches a lot about uh, winter in Wisconsin. My question is, why do you go on vacation to somewhere that's got even more winter than Wisconsin? Right? Right? I completely get it. But it's they've got that what he calls that better powder. So they, it's not really winter. It's just, it's to him, it's, it's an, I guess it's an activity here. It's just stuff to trudge through, I guess. Yeah, enjoy I it, Ben. It. Enjoy it, Ben. Yep. Yep. No doubt. Hey, what concert did you go to this weekend? Uh, the, a band called Highly Suspect at the Sylvie. I would, uh, they're like a alt rock, rock kind of grungy band. Really yeah. good. I've, that's my third time seeing them. Okay. Did you see I uh, I posted that uh, 16 Candles is coming out Yeah, there. they're coming to the, was the, the Majestic, I think is what, yeah. it, what it was. Yep. Yep. Uh, no, are and they, they like a, so? Are they like a um, like a ninety-eight? Like what are they? Like a cover band? Or it is. It's just an eighties party. That if if Hell you yeah. get into the eighties, it's just an eighties party. And uh, and and so my buddy, who's uh, the uh, keyboardist in the band, had texted me and asked me if I was coming, and I can't. I can't make it that weekend. So I'm trying to actually get back to a show that they're going to play back in Ohio because a bunch of my friends that I went to high school with want to get together and go to this thing at a place called Bogarts, which is up at the uh, on the campus of the University of Cincinnati. So we were going to think about going to that. I can't make it to the one in Madison. So Scott had texted me and said, hey, do you need tickets? I said, I'll let you know. So if you want tickets hmm. and you want to go, I'll get you tickets. Six, Like the movie in the 80s, 16 Candles, I think. Is that like the, the name of the knot? Okay, I get it now. Yeah, 80s Correct. band. Sweet. I'll have to look into yeah. that. Yeah, I know you, you love them. You, you talk get, about them a lot. I know you've been to them. They're a bunch. just they're just really good. Uh, you know, and again, I'm I'm not really big into like some cover bands. I do like a lot of the bands that like go to the Bud Pavilion and stuff. And uh, Madison County, I think, is fantastic uh, out out in Madison. And I think Cherry Pie, great rock band that plays uh, around this area and plays pretty much of the state. But Sixteen Candles travels the country. Uh, and they they're in demand everywhere. They, they play major out. major festivals. Yeah. yeah, and it's just a party. And so if you really enjoy, and it's not, um, it's not boring ass. It, it's not like you're not getting a bunch of Debbie Gibson. Okay, that's not what it is. It's just a party. It's just when they come out, it's a, it's just an absolute party. And so I, like the party go, just let me know. I like the party. I like the party. I'll do. let you know. I see. My thing is, is the more people I can envelop, I can bring into this. That has then what we do is the next time they come to town, we can get a big group of people together and go. So, but uh, I highly because you you would be one that would appreciate it because yeah. you have fun. 
Yeah. Oh, and I love it. And they say, sound like a okay, fun band. Okay, this is good. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a good time. So if you guys uh, want to go, let me know. Yeah, totally. So I'm still nursing go. a little hangover from my party Saturday. So are you? Yeah, yeah I uh, uh, we we got pretty lit up on Friday night. Then again, at the resort, you don't have to drive, so you just walk back to your room. That so bar looks really. Cool. Li- the the whole place is really neat. It, it's you know for those that don't know the history, it's where like Al Capone used to take all the mob bosses. And it's on an island, and they would put boats and guys with machine guns and everything around the outer portions of the island so the feds couldn't sneak up on them and, and everything. And, like, the bar, when you go downstairs to the Boundary Waters bar, I'm too tall. I, like, my head hits the ceiling. It's, it's, a re- it's like, how small were people back in the day? But it's a really tiny bar, uh, I mean, height-wise. But they put bands and everything in there, and it's a lot of fun. But the upstairs lounge bar was a, was a blast. So they've got an upstairs bar, a downstairs bar, a diamond room restaurant, and like a good old-fashioned arcade from back in the day and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, it's where uh, Capone used to take his people. There's an actual uh, bonafide ghost tour uh, that that takes place there uh, usually once or twice a year and where it's an authenticated spiritual place as well, which is kind of cool. And in the summertime, they have golf and everything outdoors. You can take pontoon rides and waterfall tours and all that kind of stuff. But, like, now the trails are open. And, uh, oh, my God, because uh, we got uh, going up there on well, – now, the the storm that was went through Wisconsin dumped about anywhere from – depending on where you're at. Like uh, where Kristen lives in Grafton, they got about eight inches of snow. Here, I got a bunch of ice instead. So I had about three inches of ice in my driveway when I left. They got 14 inches of fresh snow. And then while we were there, I didn't even know it was supposed to snow. We got like two more inches overnight, and then they're getting pounded with a winter storm warning again here this week where they're going to get another five to ten. So, like, the snowmobilers up there are out in droves. The entire parking lot for the Boundary Waters Bar on Saturday night for the band, there was probably two cars and 40 snowmobiles that were in the parking lot. I mean, it's just it's crazy. So, uh, it was a really, really good time. Uh, that being said, uh, Jimmy Haslam has bought in to the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, I posted this a little bit earlier today, and it, it was it, – it, I'll tell you this. And Adam Schefter was reporting this, and others were, but uh, the co-owner, Mark Lazary, they reached an agreement uh, with Jimmy Haslam on the Cleveland Browns, uh, and he's buying out uh, the uh, the Lazary portion of the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, he is not the majority owner, but I don't know anybody, I mean anybody, that thinks this is a good idea for the Milwaukee Bucks. And for people that were talking about, well, this guy just wants to win, this guy wants to get a championship – well, that's fine as long as he does it on the coattails of Wes Edens uh, and, and not Mark Lazary. Uh, I don't want this guy being the primary owner anywhere near. The, I don't like the idea of him being involved with the Milwaukee Bucks, quite honestly. Uh, this is the guy that brought over Deshaun Watson in a fully guaranteed contract. This is the guy that's had issues with his own business. And in addition to that, this is the guy that hired a, an accountant, his accountant, to be the general manager of his football team at one point. Uh, there, there's, there's nothing good about the ownership of the Cleveland Browns. There's just n- never been. And for this guy now to be a an owner uh, of the larger portion of the second half of the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, I'm, as long as he never, ever gets the majority ownership, I'll be okay. But other than that, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, I don't hear anything good that comes out of Cleveland that says, oh, God, yeah, he's, he, they're great. I mean, I even put it out on Facebook and said, any Cleveland Browns fans that are out there, I'd love to know. And there's not one that likes this guy. Not one. Uh, you, nobody. Now, maybe Joe Thomas can give us a, a different perspective. 
on Haslam as an owner, but nobody, nobody that I've uh, even run into that has said, oh, this is a great move for the Milwaukee Bucks. And the biggest concern, obviously, is and will always be is if he in some way, shape, or form pisses off Giannis and Giannis says, out, to see you later, and then you might as well you know, burn the place down. So that came uh, to fruition today. So we heard that. In the meantime, the Bucs uh, made it 14 in a row. 14 in a row the Bucs have now won, and they did it yesterday without Giannis. The uh, the Marquette Golden Eagles are the Big East champions. UW-Milwaukee, uh, that nobody's paying attention to and probably should just a little bit anyway, have really turned it around. They are second in the Horizon League. they got a game coming up this week. Uh, the unfortunate thing was is that the Badgers had it right there in the palm of their hands. And it, you know what? It was a hell of a shot. It was defended about as well as you could possibly defend it. And they sunk a three to tie the ball game up, put it into overtime. And then everything just kind of fell apart after that. But the Badgers lose over in Michigan. And now you just kind of wait for the postseason tournaments. You wait for the bubbles. And you wait to see if the bubble is burst on the Wisconsin Badgers. In the meantime, we don't have any Aaron Rodgers sighting. And we have not heard anything. We know that Matt LaFleur is not going to the Combine, which is a little interesting. He's not going to the Combine. And you've got uh, Brian Gutekinds, who will speak. Oh, the cool thing is, uh, Evo, did you hear that our own Mike Clemens? Now, you got to be like a, a, a an insider reporter to be invited to the uh, the breakfast with Goody. And this year, Mike got the invite. Good for Mike. Let's go. Mike better yeah. be on his best behavior, though. He'd have Mike napkin on the, the lap. Yeah, he better yep. be on his best behavior. Mike got the invite. So Mike was all fired up. He texted me, and Mike spent the weekend in uh, Minneapolis, by the way, and was over there eating Zantigos, which pained me greatly as I saw his pictures. But, uh, yeah, Mike texted me excited. He said, can you believe it? After all these years, I finally got the invite with the uh, the breakfast with Goody. And so Mike is going to be at the Combine. He's going to be our guy down there. And uh, he'll he'll give us a lowdown as to what's going on. So look forward to Mike report, Mike's reports as the uh, NFL Combine getting ready to get underway. I need to know so what Gutekunst is uh, for breakfast. Like, what's his go-to? Is he right? like, French toast? Is he pancakes? Like, just eggs and bacon? Like, what is he? I need uh, Mike's on it. Like, Mike's on it. R- like raisin bran and grapefruit. I was going to say grapefruit, yeah. a little sugar on it. Yeah. Then, <laughs> My mom used to eat that all the time, and I couldn't stand grapefruit. Yeah. Oh, God. I had it the, yeah, as a kid yeah. all the time. I hadn't had it for years. That sounds kind of good, yeah. actually. Uh, uh, raisin yeah, bran you crunch. You eat healthy. Raisin bran crunch. Healthy. Yeah, I don't eat cereal, but the grapefruit that I could go for a grapefruit. I enjoy a grapefruit. Yeah. I'm not a not a huge grapefruit tart. fan. They 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 used to have that that dig that that uh, that knife that grapefruit knife that you slid and it was curved, and you just spun the grapefruit around and it would cut the entire grapefruit out. My mom had one of those. I remember that as a kid because I hate I hated eating them, but I loved cutting them. So you scooped that whole thing out, flipped it over there, go, Mom, here you go, and then she poured sugar all over the thing, and then. Grub down. But I like the sourness, the tartness of it, Bill. That's what I like about it. It'll get you going in the morning. You like Sour Patch Kids, too, as a kid, didn't you? Love them. Warheads, too. Okay, there you go. War- yeah, I remember Warheads. I remember Warheads. Yeah, no, I like that, too. Uh, so there you go. So that's kind of the rundown of the weekend. Uh, did I miss anything? Oh, uh, the other note was the Brewers got underway. The uh, first weekend of ball games with the new clocks and the new system after the first weekend of ball games last year, the average game in spring training was three hours and one minute. This year is two hours and 30 minutes. 
they have cut about a half an hour off of spring training games with the clocks that they are enforcing. And this, some people don't like it. I like it because it is non-activity that you are cutting down on. It's, it's not like you're losing more baseball. It's you've lost that waiting period of time. 30 minutes of your life that you spend waiting for something to happen is now gone on average. On average. So it's, it, it, it's intriguing because what, what they did was introduce all of this. No shift, pitch clocks, in-between innings, all this different stuff. They inundated us with this. And some people liked it. Uh, we were sitting in a, a place called Greenleaf Sports Bar up in uh, up in Iron Mountain, Michigan, on Saturday, watching the Brewers and the Cubs, and, and the Red Sox. They had the Red Sox on as well, and we're watching it. And some people are like, ah, this is stupid. And I, the question was, why? You're not losing anything. What you're seeing is a a sped up version of activity and action. You're what you're losing is the downtime between. The adjusting of batting gloves, the stepping out of the box, the kicking of the dirt on the pitching mound, that all of the stuff that goes around actual play, you have lost. And they cut a half an hour off of games. And there were a couple of games that went over three hours this past weekend, but some of them, there was one game that I think they played like 14 or 18 runs or something like that, that went like three hours and 18 minutes or something. But for the most part, games in general, after the first weekend, have been cut by a half an hour of downtime out of Major League Baseball, so they've sped them up. So there you go. So that's it. Uh, no Aaron Rodgers. We have not heard anything from him. Pat McAfee has been officially now uh, listed in the lawsuit filed by uh, Brett Favre as Pat McAfee posted the uh, civil filings, <laughs> the actual uh, the actual paperwork over the weekend. He posted that as well. So that's out there. So there you have it. 877-867-1671. Hit us up. Feel free. 877 867 1670. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels. Find us on the Facebook fan page, The Bill Michaels Show on Facebook. Uh, find us, uh, same thing, Bill Michaels Show on YouTube and on Twitch TV. You can always email the program, TheBillMichaels at gmail.com. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, and on Google Podcasts. And as always, the website, TheBillMichaels.com. I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break. we got a lot more to get to. More of The Bill Michaels Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas, prices keep going up. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And now you can save even more by taking advantage of 0% interest for up to 48 months when you lock in your prices by February 28th. I'm Gina Della from Pella. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors. Whether you're updating or upgrading the look and comfort of your home, Pella has extensive lines of customizable options to meet your needs and your budget, no matter the season. Replacing drafty windows and doors can dramatically lower your energy costs. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offers some of the most energy-efficient windows in the industry. Designed to keep the cold outside where it belongs. Lock in your prices by February 28th and get 0% interest for up to 48 months. Visit PellaWI.com. Good to have you back. Bill Michaels Show. 
Brought to you by our friends at the Water Doctors, H2, the letter O, doctors.com, H2, the letter O, doctors.com. And John Atley and his staff are, are absolutely positively fantastic. And I was uh, reading, believe it or not, I was reading some stuff over the weekend uh, I saw on Facebook about uh, John and the, the work that they've been doing with the Custom Canine Service Dog Academy, helping veterans uh, get some of the uh, some of the support that they need. And you can make a donation on their website, h2, the letter o, doctors.com, h2o, doctors.com. Uh, but by far, the Connecticut Water Softening System just continues to get awards uh, for being the best, for lack of a better term. 262-549-7733, 262-549-7733. 33 again 262-549-7733 get a hold of john and his staff they are absolutely awesome it is the best water softening system i've ever owned it is in my home i it's i i swear by it and i would put it up against any water softening system out there it is just that good so get a hold of our buddies over at the water doctors h2 the letter o doctors.com uh everybody over in the bud light live stream good morning to all of you and uh thanks for uh thanks for chiming in there uh rick and matthew and brandon and everybody else that's uh, over there we certainly appreciate it uh travis uh, hits us up over on uh, twitter says nope not a fan of the haslam deal don't want him anywhere near Giannis. he is toxic kyle says uh, the bucks continue to win let's see what happens after the deal is finalized if he suddenly brings the black cloud from cleveland over to the milwaukee bucks if he does and we as fans need to take that back. Um, the uh, the grades came in this weekend from College Hoops, by the way, over on uh, CBS. I was reading, and obviously Michigan got a nice bump just because they got a win uh, over the weekend. Marquette, uh, and they got a win over the Badgers. Marquette did. Number 10, Marquette locked up the the at least a share of the Big East crown this week with uh, close wins over Creighton and DePaul, and they, they've had a, a hell of a season. Uh, no no doubt about it. Shaka Smart's got it going in the right direction. Uh, he wants to build a reputation around defense. Marquette has one of the most uh, lethal offensive attacks in the country, uh, and they're able to shoot the lights out. And, and then you go down that list and you look at what everybody else is doing. Uh, you know, Illinois obviously faltered. Uh, they ended up losing to Ohio State out of the Big Ten. Purdue, the final 79-71 score and a loss to Indiana doesn't do its service. How uh, thoroughly Purdue got their butt kicked. Indiana, they got an impressive win, and uh, they, they fell on the road to Michigan State a while ago, but uh, they get a, an impressive win over the weekend and at Mackey Arena and beat the Boilermakers. They had a hell of a win uh, and a hell of a weekend. So some Big Ten news coming out there. But um, the other piece of news – that I thought was interesting was Brandon Miller's pregame display, and the and Brandon Miller, in case you didn't know, he is uh, out of Alabama, and he has been involved in, not suspended or any such thing, he was involved in a shooting that took place and killed a woman, and uh, he ended up uh, he he was the guy that transported and delivered the the gun to the shooter. And they chose not to charge him specifically because he really didn't pull the trigger. All he did was deliver the gun. And so Alabama just said, you know, he's a star player. Nah, he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't handle anything. He, you know, he's fine. And we all know it's it's wrong on its face. It's wrong in every layer. But because he's one of their stars, he's not. They're they're not gonna penalize him for this. They're not even gonna suspend him. So he walks out and does a pregame. You know how they introduce everybody. You know, an ad guard, a six ten, whatever. You know. So he comes out, and instead of just giving his guys a high five, he comes out and puts his arms out and gets patted down like he's being patted down by the police. 
And it, it was unbelievably inappropriate. And they, <laughs> it's just an awful look. And it, what it is, it's the absolute worst of athletics in which you can pretty much participate in some way, shape, or form the murder of somebody. But as long as you can play really, really well, uh, a lot of people will turn a blind eye to it. And that's what they've done in Alabama. It's just a, I'm not a fan of Alabama to begin with. I think uh, Nick Saban, while I respect the hell out of him, I think he's an unbelievable head coach. Uh, he has become, uh, at times, the the target of just being an ass, for lack of a better term, when it comes to being a head coach uh, for Alabama football. So we all love to hate the, the winners. And now Alabama basketball gives you just another reason to hate Alabama, just 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 because. It's, it's gotten to the point where it's rather disgusting. Uh, so anyway, that being said, that happened over the weekend as well. Uh, the Badgers' chances, though, of getting to the postseason – Man, uh, I tell you what, it continues to. I know uh, looking at Joe Lenardi's bubble watch over the weekend, going into the weekend, they were on the bubble with like the last four in. And now they're like the first one of the first four out. And, uh, and Evo, I'm going to ask you because uh, I know you guys are obviously being close to that situation out there. If you look at Badger basketball right now, do you think they're tournament bound? Do you think they need at least two wins in the Big Ten tournament over, these, over better teams to get themselves into the tournament? It's the bubble Badgers, man. It's like doing the hokey pokey. They're in, they're out, uh, and they're wiggle right. all about. I, we were talking this morning, and uh, Rowdy and I saying that you know if you don't beat Purdue, which Purdue, by the way, just lost on Saturday to Indiana, but if you don't beat Purdue – uh, then you beat Minnesota, which you knock on wood should because they're not that good. Uh, three, maybe three wins in the Big Ten tournament. I mean, two, three, depending what happens against Purdue. Now, if you beat Purdue, it's a little different story. But yeah, you're gonna have to have a nice little run in the Big Ten tournament. And right now, the Badgers are consistently inconsistent. That, that's a great way to describe it. They are consistently inconsistent. They should have won that um, game. I mean, Hunter Dickinson absolutely. and that prayer three-pointer, uh, if yeah. you don't, you should have fouled. When you're up three late, foul. Then they only have to shoot two, you know? Yep, yep. Uh, I completely agree. Uh, I They should have won that game. They had a, a tremendous um, – it, it, it was a tremendous defensive effort at the end to try to at least knock the pass out of the way, and it just it, – you know, it all went by the wayside. But – uh, it's just like when you start to look at the Badgers and go, okay, just get a couple of wins, get a couple of back-to-backers, and you'll be okay. And then, uh, and I, you know, hey, if they would have won that game on the road in Michigan, it would have been a hell of a uh, another feather in the cap to say, hey, we we truly belong. We're a scrappy team. We belong. But ultimately, to lose it, it now puts you on the outside looking in. I think, and that's just my thought. But on the outside looking in as to where, you know, like you got to, the teams out right now. Um, I just, Wisconsin's a team that's on, right now they've got them listed as last four in. Uh, Wisconsin is one of the last four in. Uh, They've got Oklahoma State, USC, Wisconsin, and Mississippi State. There's Penn State, Utah State, North Carolina, Charleston. Uh, you got the next four that are on their way out. Michigan being one of them, even though they are considered in the tournament at this point. New Mexico, Clemson, Texas Tech. But the Badgers are right there as one of the last four teams that are just kind of kind of hanging on by their fingertips. So they need a couple of wins here down the stretch to at least give them a decent showing and kind of go from there. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, please uh, feel free. Um, let's see here. The uh, – <laughs> 
Uh, Michael says, so I assume uh, you will be front and center for the upcoming uh, home-and-home home with uh, college football, the matchup between Alabama and Wisconsin. Oh, God, yes. Oh, God, yes. I, and again, I, here's the thing. Nick Saban, is, it, he's really not doing anything wrong. I think he, ha- I think he, first of all, he owns Tuscaloosa, and he has bullied a lot of the, the media down there because they are known for if you don't, he doesn't like you, then they, they make it very difficult on you, we'll say. Uh, in the media to be able to at least cover the team because he only wants his narrative to get out. And he doesn't like being questioned. He he takes offense to follow-up questions that actually question him. So, But he, he can do that. Rick Pitino used to do it in Louisville all the time. You were held. Rick Pitino did it in Lexington when he was the head coach uh, of the UW uh, or of uh, the Kentucky Wildcats. So I, it's coaches do it. It just It's not endearing. That's all. I'm not saying he's ever done anything wrong. But Alabama basketball now is just another reason to hate Alabama. If you're not an Alabama fan to begin with, Alabama we hate because they get all the blue chippers, they get the wins, they're usually playing for national titles, they've got a dynasty down there, so you love to see the dynasty fall. That's all I'm saying about Nick Saban. When it comes to Alabama basketball, this is just dirty on every level. This just makes you feel dirty on every level. Uh, 877-867-1671, hit us up, do it! And then the Packers over the weekend also restructured some deals to get themselves under the salary cap. I want to talk about that as well. And uh, there are some more deals that could be restructured. We're waiting to find out. And we're still waiting to hear, as far as I know, no word right now from Aaron Rodgers. I had picked tomorrow. I, I thought today would something would break, and tomorrow he'd hit the McAfee show and talk about his want to come back, but nothing yet. And I, 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 I was asked over the weekend – Hey, if Rodgers doesn't come out and say anything, are you going to be upset or disappointed? And we'll talk about that when we come back. Hang in there. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. They say the sky's the limit, but why stop there? This February at Potawatomi Casino Hotel, you can reach for the stars. Each Thursday night, if the stars align, you can reach for a piece of 400000 in cash and prizes. Just play with your club card to earn entries three times on drawing days. Your win is written in the stars. Just play to find it. Only at Potawatomi. Visit PaysBig.com stars for more. Must be 21 years old and a club member to play. Welcome back. Good to have you. Hey, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Robert's Specialty Meats. If you're looking, whether it's the alcohol roast or sausage, ribs on a stick, the uh, garlic parmesan chicken skewers, whatever it happens to be, or anything special, just maybe your hometown butcher, you want some thick cut pork chops, whatever it is, he's got it. Good stuff from our buddy Paul Roberts and robertsspecialtymeats.com. That's robertsspecialtymeats.com. Sunset Drive in Waukesha. And as he wanted me to tell you that, uh, hey, if you've got a golf outing coming up, if you've got an event coming up, they cater. And uh, they do a terrific job uh, at just putting a lot of different stuff out on the table. So they cater as well. So if you're looking for any of that, get a hold of our buddy Paul Roberts at Roberts Specialty Meats in Waukesha. Sunset Drive 
and they do catering as well. Let's do this. Joining us uh, over on the hotline is our buddy Mike Clemens, who is uh, right now making his way down to Indianapolis. Michael, how you doing? Pretty good, buddy. I'm leaving Minnesota, where I spent the weekend with our friend uh, Jen Lashinsky, um, and I'm in Minnesota where we had freezing rain, and now I'm driving by and listening to the show on the station in Eau Claire, so it gets a little bit better. I was just talking to Ebo. He says it's uh, still raining in Madison, but I got a a nine-hour drive today to Indianapolis because tomorrow morning we're going to talk to Goody in Indianapolis at the Combine. Yeah, I was kind of excited when you uh, told me over the weekend that you you finally, after all these years, got the invite to uh, breakfast with Goody. So I was excited about that. Yeah. So let me back up. First of all, how was your weekend up in the UP? It was great. Yeah, I always have a blast up there. It's always great to get away and kind of disconnect for a little bit, uh, just kind of hem and haw around uh, the Iron Mountain area, Pembine area, did a little bar hopping, which was kind of cool. So it was it was fun. It's just good to get away and, uh, you know, kind of disconnect for just, uh, just a brief period of time. And now back at it. Is that the uh, Al Capone place? That yes. Is, is that where he used to yep. stay? Yep, uh, absolutely. All right, so uh, you'll be happy to know I finally hit the Zantigo and got the burrito, and you, you never let me down when it comes to food. That place was awesome. Yes, I love that place. I was absolutely jealous that you were there. Well, and it, it worked out. So one of the cool things I got to do was I went to a Minnesota Wild NHL game. And, you know, my friend is with this Star Wars troupe. These people dedicate hundreds of dollars to get these authentic Star Wars character costumes. They got Darth Vader and Stormtroopers, and they're greeting kids at the game. The Minnesota Wild are owned by Craig Leopold, who's from Racine. He started yeah, a telemarketing yeah. business in Nina that would took off, and then a rainwear company. And then, you know, once he got made several million, he decided to buy a hockey team. So it was kind of cool to see a different franchise uh, and the fans kind of look at a different sports franchise. But now we're headed down to Indianapolis where the combine starts, and the rest of the general managers – and coaches will talk on some on Tuesday, uh, many on Wednesday. Then they bring in the players a little bit later this week. But I also got some access now where they're going to let local media like me in to the actual workouts in Lucas Oil starting Thursday night. So I'm looking forward to that. One question I got that's interesting is, I think it was last year, Bill Belichick from the Patriots, uh, kind of made a little news when he said, you know, I, I don't think I need to do a press conference in Indy. Uh, matter of fact, I don't think I need to go to Indy. I'll just send my scouting department. Probably that's what Matt LaFleur has done. He's staying home in Green Bay. I guess he can watch. One of the biggest things you pick up, as you know, is you get to interview these players one-on-one and be in the same room and ask questions. And that's very valuable information to get a first impression on what you see from their college play on tape, what you saw at the Senior Bowl, what you're going to see this week in the workouts. But the reality is, Malafleur obviously trusts Goody and his staff to ask all the questions. Who knows? Maybe even the coach can sit from his house and listen live on Zoom and throw in a question if he wants to. But he can get stuff done around the office back in Green Bay and sort of pick and choose the the data that they gather at the Combine this week and still have a little more time at home, I guess. So, Mike, I guess the next question is everybody's going to ask Goody about Aaron Rodgers. 
But really, the big news over the weekend was the restructuring of contracts and the ability to continue to restructure with like Kenny Clark and David Bakhtiari, Devondre Campbell, Rasul Douglas. All of those contracts can be restructured as well. But the Packers, as it is today, sit now $6 million under the cap as opposed to $17 million over. Right. So that's why, again, you know, we say to some of our colleagues that cover the team that in January and February write a bunch of stories or talk about on their shows that, oh, my God, they're over the salary cap. You know, the sky is falling. And then, you know, with a wave of a wand, next thing you know is you've got Preston Smith and Aaron Jones saying, yeah, okay, you want to push the money? What do I get? Oh, I get get a roster bonus or I get some other – money up front okay great because eventually they're going to get the money they just Les Paul is good at what he does and he forecasts this stuff out a couple of years in advance and he just keeps pushing the money and pushing the money and they keep on banking that eventually the NFL salary cap is going to go up like it did this year and so you know if you've got if you've got smart people that can forecast this stuff you know you can do a pretty good job the question is is your team getting any better? I mean, I was talking to Rob Reich, who covers the Packers for Forbes, and, and he makes a great point, you know, that I think one of the things the Packers need to answer this week is you're not getting any better. You know, you, you've gone from NFC championships to not making the playoffs. One of the reasons I like, like coming to the Combine, Bill, is you run into former coaches. I ran into Dom Capers a year or two ago, just chatting, just saying hi, and before I left, he looked at me and tapped on my shoulder and said, you know, those were good years in Green Bay. And we went to the playoffs eight years in a row. That's that's pretty good, you know. And it was like he wanted to plant that in my brain about the Dom Capers area. Between me and McCarthy, we took that team to the playoffs eight years in a row. Good luck doing that. And guess what? He's right. Look at Matt LaFleur. He had Aaron Rodgers, and he missed the playoffs this year. That, you know, that says something. Well, uh, you're right about them getting better. I guess, Mike, my question would be, is it just if you get the offensive line healthy, if you get, uh, you know, Rashawn Gary back, you get Stokes back, you get Devondre Campbell fully healthy, you add some additional depth to this team. Do you feel, and, and like, you know, the team started to come together towards the end of the season as the offense started to click a little bit better. Do you feel like they're just better as the season went on and it's just that they kind of wasted the first two-thirds of their year, that they are a better football team than what the record indicated? Well, the greatest improvement was turning on Christian Watson. And, and you know, how much more of a weapon can that kid be for them offensively? Literally a game plan changer if he can be consistent and stay healthy. I think a big problem on defense is Rashawn Gary. And we now have seen four or five ACLs uh, with the Green Bay Packers where it takes over a year to get Melton John back, to get uh, Jenkins back, to get a uh, Robert Tunyon back. And Rashawn Gary ain't going to be 100%, you know, till December maybe. Uh, you know, so you've just taken off your best edge rusher, which then makes you wonder if that means something that Goodikins is going to have to do in the draft or in free agency. He just got, you know, Preston Smith to to uh, take a pay cut, you know, restructure his, his deal uh, so that he can put money aside if, in fact, Aaron Rodgers is coming back, all those kinds of questions. But I, 
I think that's a that was a huge injury for the Green Bay Packers, and something that, a need suddenly that goes to the top of the list. Don't you? I do. Absolutely, I do. One hundred percent. I mean, I've said all along that I think the Packers and you're. I agree with you, Mike. That while they're restructuring deals and they're finding money under the cap, they still have to have about anywhere between eight to ten million dollars uh, on average to sign all the rookies that they're going to bring in. But I still think you need another wideout that's good, not just a veteran, but a good veteran to come in and help. Uh, and I still think you're going to draft one or two or maybe even a tight end. But you still need another guy. you still got to find somebody to be the counter for Christian Watson to kind of kind of grow. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then there's all these other questions. Like, you know, Randall Cobb, really, do you have to bring him back? Um, Mercedes Lewis, well, they keep talking about what a great blocker he is. You know, he's, he's your sixth off, you know, your sixth offensive lineman. He's your third tackle. They use him so much for blocking. And, you know, as LaFleur still say, no, that, even though he doesn't practice during the week, man, on game day, you know, we use him a third of the plays, but we need that extra blocker out there. He's so good as a blocker. And then it could be kind of a decoy for his one or two catch, catches a game. So they got all those kinds of decisions to make. Or are they going to move on and start drafting guys? You know, there's a conspiracy theory that, hey, maybe they'll move on from David Bakhtiari. But, you know, he's just – He's up and down with the knee. But remember, they, they benched Josh Diamond when he couldn't deal with it, and they felt that the snaps that Bakhtiari was getting in toward the end of the season, that he was still one of the very best in the business at left tackle. So um, that's what they've spent the last six weeks discussing. Now they're going to, you know, they've, they've got their grocery list of what they're going to look for in the draft. But they got a great draft pick at 15. I just think it's interesting that you got a one of the highest draft picks you had in this last 25 years of quarterback greatness in Green Bay. And the head coach says, yeah, you know, I could do this from Green Bay. Or it's like the head coach is saying, I don't know what's going on with Aaron Rodgers, and I'm not going to take 15 minutes of Aaron Rodgers' question. When, and Mike, I really thought that we would have heard something over the weekend about Rodgers, and tomorrow would have been discussed on McAfee. And now we're pressing again up against – uh, a week and a half before free agency, and you know, I'm kind of like, man, it, to take this long every year to the, to give any kind of an indication, a decision as to what's going on, I, you know, I, there's a lot of fatigue here when it comes to the dance with Aaron Rodgers. When do you expect him to make an announcement? Well, before they get to the deadline where they can start making trades and you know, free agency, uh, I trust. You know, that's what he's going to do. Uh, I trust that Green Bay has said to him, that's when you must make a decision or we're moving on. But I'll tell you what, I'm going to say this to Goody. I'm going to say, Brian, my, one of my first combines was 2005. And Mike Sherman stood here taking questions for 15 minutes on what's Brett Favre going to do. <laughs> so how can we be in 2023 and, and it's not any different? How did we get here Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, I completely but, agree with you. But I hear you know what? You know what his answer should be? Yeah. Well, guess what? In 2005, we didn't have an answer. But in 2023, if the quarterback can't make up his mind, I got a guy wearing number 10. He's been in Green Bay for three years. We got a guy now. That's why I made that pick. That's why that would probably be a good response from the from the team. Well, I then again, I hope he, uh, you know, I hope he's right that the pick that he made 
going back a few years, is the actual heir apparent and not just a placeholder for the next guy that could come in and be successful in Green Bay, you know? Well, yeah, but, you know, it's it's certainly a better decision than Craig Null, okay? <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. Mike, uh, good stuff. We'll enjoy the reports down there at the Combine. Be safe, man. Talk to you later, Billy. Bye-bye. All right, buddy. There you go. That's our own Mike Clemens joining us for a couple of minutes on the hotline and uh, driving from Minneapolis down to Indianapolis as uh, Mike uh, gets ready to cover the Combine, breakfast with Goody, all that kind of good stuff, and then to uh, find out more about maybe the direction the Packers might be going and also talking about uh, when they expect. I got to think. Now, you're going to have the uh, the legal tampering period that's going to be popping up here relatively soon for the NFL when you start making deals with either free agents or you start talking about the possibility of trades. Now, general managers and such are all down at the – the combine, so you get a chance to start doing the what-if game, and I'm sure Brian Gutekinds is going to be what-if to death. But you need to start knowing when you can make a deal, when you can make a trade, maybe who you can throw in if, say, you want to bring in a wide receiver and you want to bring in somebody to help Aaron Rodgers or help Christian Watson. Uh, you need to be able to say, you know, hey, what else, direct, what other direction are we going to – if you're going to say – Go after if Rodgers is going to get traded, then you start looking at additional draft picks. So you may want to trade up for all that kind of stuff starts to happen right now, you know. So it just you got to think that you got to think that there's an idea that Goody has that he believes Rodgers has probably already made the decision or has an indication into what direction he's going to go without the official verbiage coming from Aaron Rodgers. You got to assume that, right? 877-867-1670. Hey, another team that is winning. That is our friends at the Milwaukee Admirals. Go to milwaukeeadmirals.com as they effort towards a Calder Cup as their season uh, heads down the uh, back stretch, so to speak. And uh, all you got to do is to find some great hockey action. Go to milwaukeeadmirals.com. Whether it's single-game tickets, if you want to take a group, if you want to go to one of the uh, post-game promotional concerts, if you want to go to a promotional night, or if you want to start preparing for playoff tickets, get a hold of our friends at the Milwaukee Admirals, milwaukeeadmirals.com. That is milwaukeeadmirals.com. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Ready! This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas, prices keep going up. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And now you can save even more by taking advantage of 0% interest for up to 48 months when you lock in your prices by February 28th. I'm Gina Della from Pella. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors. Whether you're updating or upgrading the look and comfort of your home, Pella has extensive lines of customizable options to meet your needs and your budget, no matter the season. Replacing drafty windows and doors can dramatically lower your energy costs. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offers some of the most energy-efficient windows in the industry. Designed to keep the cold outside where it belongs. Lock in your prices by February 28th and get 0% interest for up to 48 months. Visit PellaWI.com.
Welcome back. Good to have you. The weekend was uh, fantastic. And uh, as I had left on Friday, I was telling you about uh, the fact that I started the uh, the um, New Mail weight loss program. And uh, it's been it's been awesome. Now, the weekend was not kind to me when it comes to eating habits. <laughs> so you're on vacation. You kind of do your own thing. Uh, but the best part about it is all I wanted to do was by the end of the weekend was come home and be the exact same as I was when I left. Not that I was going to lose a bunch of weight, but that I would be the exact same. Well, I only gained a pound, which is actually, in, in the grand scheme of things, really, really good, considering we ate like crap all weekend long. So it's awesome. And uh, I can't recommend it enough. I'm down I'm down eight as of this morning, but I was down nine on Friday, but only gained a pound over the weekend. So I feel really good. And if you can continue that kind of a trend in only two weeks, it's fantastic. It really does work. All you have to do, it's weight loss in a box. It shows up. You just follow it. You're good to go. 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. That's the New Mail Medical Center. It works. And all you have to do is follow the program. And uh, it, it's just, it, it's awesome. So if you're looking for ED treatments, they've got it. If you're looking for low T treatments, they've got it. But the all-in-one weight loss program is you start to venture towards summer and t-shirt weather. Call them for anywhere, anywhere in the country. 414-455-4451. 414 455 Four four five one. Uh, a couple of other pieces of news and notes that uh, happened over the weekend. Uh, one is uh, the Packers raising their ticket prices just a tad, which uh, I know set off more than a few Packers fans as they got a hold of us over the weekend. Uh, but I want to get back into the uh, contract restructures and uh, moving forward with that. Also, baseball over the weekend. Your thoughts on the clocks that are out there now? Stay tuned. A whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up. Right after this.